You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello and welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and today I'm here to talk to you about how to regain focus after you've been distracted. It is currently summer of 2019, and most of us experience this in the summer. As much as I know, I have tried so much to be intentional to not let it happen year after year after year. I'm like, this year, it's not going to happen. I'm going to be prepared for it. I'm not going to allow it. And then somehow, once again, I find myself here, distracted, off track, not meeting my goals, Then once you're in that state, it's easy to continue to spiral. So I want to help you and lift you up so that you no longer are spiraling. And of course, whenever I teach something, it helps me too. So this is the exact things that I have done to get back on track. And I'm going to be sharing with you three steps that can help you to regain focus and get you back on track since you're probably distracted like me. Because the truth is, life is always happening and it seems as though it's impossible to stay on track sometimes because you're always balancing life and business and sometimes life just takes over. And life is the most important thing, right? The people in your life. And it seems that you make progress and then something in life happens and it just completely takes you out. So maybe those things are something exciting like It can be the birth of a baby or a wedding or a graduation. And sometimes there are things that are sad or hard, like a sickness, a death. Even the death of a pet can completely take somebody out for weeks because grief is really hard to work through. You need to take time to deal with those emotions. And there's other major shifts that we have in life, something like a move. I know that that definitely took me out when we moved. And... A job change can obviously take you out for months even. Or this is a big one that I think that most people don't acknowledge, but it definitely has impacted me over and over and over in my life, is when you start to have a lack of money or any kind of money issues, it can completely distract you and keep you from doing the things that you know that you want to do. So you may have a really great routine going and you begin to have money issues and for some reason it just is very, very distracting. I think it probably taps into our belief about what we're capable of and what we deserve. So we have to be careful of that. And I know that after a few weeks of trying to deal with your personal life, your business can begin to struggle very greatly. And so once you begin to struggle, you can feel very overwhelmed and unmotivated. That is why I'm doing this training to help you to get back on track because I know for me, this summer has been full of wonderful distractions. I had a daughter that graduated. We went out of town for kind of a combination, celebrate a friend that retired after 20 years in the military, as well as a vacation. But I tell you, it was so hard. After you go on vacation, it is so true about you get like the vacation blues where when you come back, you just don't want to work because vacation is always So much better than work, right? And so I know I really struggled with that. It took me about two weeks to kind of begin getting back on track after our vacation. And I did not plan that. I really thought that I would be able to just jump right back in. You know, you renewed, 
you're, you're ready to work. Yeah, no, that didn't happen for me. So maybe you've struggled with that too. And we also have a daughter turned 16 and we had to do celebrations for her. And then our oldest daughter is going to be getting married this year in a couple of months. And so that's been very distracting because of the finances, thinking about that and providing for that, as well as dealing with all of the family and friends and planning. So definitely have had my full share of distractions this summer, but it really is no excuse, right? Because the bottom line is I have goals that I need to meet. I have money that I need to make. So I can't just keep on letting my business spiral out of control and not controlling it. And I know that I need to refocus. Otherwise, I risk losing everything that I've worked for up until this point. I think about all the years that I have worked so hard trying to create something great. And I can keep sabotaging it and I can lose everything. I've already lost momentum. So that's what stinks is you do this to yourself, right? I know that I do this to myself all the time where I I do really good for a while and then I get off track. Life takes me out. And then it just takes so much effort to get back on track. But it's still worth the fight. It's something that we have to get used to, of course. Life ebbs and flows. And so we have to just deal with this. But that's why I want to share with you these simple things that you can do to get back on track. Because if you're not moving forward, then you're definitely falling behind. So let's get into this little training. First of all, step number one is you have to stop beating yourself up and shaming yourself for once again being distracted and getting off track. Maybe you're feeling a lot of remorse about what you have already lost, the momentum that you've lost in your business, but the point is shaming yourself and not giving yourself grace is really detrimental to your overall attitude. So about a year ago, I recorded a podcast about getting back on track, and that is episode 10. And that was one of the things that I talked about in it is about giving yourself grace because shaming yourself once again, for being off track is not doing you or your business any good. You're human, you're not a robot. And so accept, again, that life ebbs and flows. And you need to be ebbing and flowing with it because you aren't a robot. You can have all the intentions of the world. You can be a hard worker, but life is still going to happen. And the other thing that I want to share with you is that for everything, there's a season And there's a time for every activity. So that actually comes from a verse in the Bible. It's a truth that we need to accept that sometimes we just feel like everything should stay the same and it doesn't. So you must take an honest look at what season that you're in right now and decide what activity that you're going to do to move forward. Because often we'll focus on the wrong things when we get back to work. We'll focus on the things that are easy or the things we enjoy. And we'll start to feel frustrated because we're not moving forward. So I want to help you to make sure that you know what season you're in. Because since you're already behind, don't waste time working on the wrong thing. Decide what season that you're in and do what needs to be done in your business right now to produce the outcome that you desire. So there's three different seasons that I want to talk about. The first season is the water and nurture season. So has your business dried up? And you need to water and nurture it right now. Maybe you can do this by checking in with old customers or renewing relationships that you've neglected, making phone calls that you've been putting off. 
so that you can begin to see growth and profits right away. Sometimes we want to focus on starting something brand new where we need to sometimes go back to what's already there and nurture it. So are you in the water and nurturing season? Do you just need to breathe a little bit of life into your business to get profitable again so that you can then start focusing on growing? So the second phase that you might be in, the second season might be learning or creation season. So sometimes we're in this season where you're not focusing on growth or profits, but you're prepping the field, as I want to look at it, is you're prepping the field to plant the seeds and giving yourself the right foundation to build on. Now, this is where people either fail to build a solid foundation at all. With what I do, I teach people how to build a solid foundation based on personal growth so that they can build a very successful business. So some people try to just work, 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 and they don't have a good foundation. So then everything that they're building isn't built solidly so it it can fall apart very quickly. Or sometimes people get stuck in this phase of learning and personal development because it feels easy and satisfying, but they don't go out and actually do the work to plant the seeds. They don't get the customers, the clients. They don't meet new people that will really produce the profits and grow their business. Oh my gosh, I have been so guilty of doing this. I love to create and I love to learn. So I have really struggled with getting stuck in this phase. So then I'm learning and growing and I'm working on building, but I'm not always as profitable as I should be because I'm not focusing on customer acquisition. I'm not focusing on putting the funnels together or meeting the people that I need to meet to create those relationships so that I can profit more. And of course, that's a real tricky place to be because, again, you feel like you're doing something, but what you're doing isn't really paying off. So make sure that, yes, if you need to go to that season to learn something, to build a foundation, to really prepare the field properly, then do that. But just be careful not to get stuck there. It's very easy to get stuck in that season. So then the last season is going to be where you plant the seeds. Of course, you have to plant the seeds to get the harvest, right? So do you have a fertile ground and a solid foundation so that you're ready to start planting seeds and then you can expand your customer base or focus on marketing? And this is a stage that I'm actually in right now. I've had to kick my butt to get myself out of the creation stage, out of that second season of learning and building foundations and creating. And now I'm into the planting seeds, which for me is marketing. This is one of the hardest stages. So that is why so many people spend time working on their business and not in their business. Because this is where you start to face all of your fears as you're planting those seeds. It's a lot of doing work not knowing when you're going to see the harvest. And so it can be very difficult. But we also have to remember that this is the one that gets you closest to the harvest as well. This is the one that if you do this, you will eventually see the benefits from your labor. So make sure that if this is a season that you need to be in, like me, don't give up. You are so close. You're closer than ever to your dreams. And they're just ahead. So plant those seeds 
And then you're going to have something that you can nurture and grow that will yield profits. And it will be so satisfying when you begin to harvest all of the work that you've been doing. So I want to encourage you in that. So make sure you understand what season you need to be in so that you can be working on the right things. Now, the second step is that you need to regain your momentum and your mojo. So you must re-energize yourself to get into a state of wanting to work again. So just as success breeds more success, I think most of us know that that happens. Being unmotivated will also bring that same trap of laziness and avoiding things that you know you should be doing. So when you're not feeling motivated or you're at a standstill, ask yourself, what do I need to do to get back into a motivated state of mind? What do I need to do to breathe energy and excitement back into my work? I did make a podcast about motivation and that's podcast number 18. And in it, I address what you can do to get motivated again. I'll make a printout available for you to go through the process yourself. And definitely you can listen to that podcast. It's full of great ideas about how to get motivated. Don't worry if you don't catch these steps that I'm just going to do a recap about because they'll all be on the sheet for you that I can attach in the show notes. And you can also always find these things on my website. There are six different things that you can address to figure out what you need to do to get motivated again. So the first one is clarity. So we've already talked about getting clear about what season you're in and what you need to be focusing on, but clarity about what exactly do you need to do next? So I had learned this really cool process from Dr. Shannon Irvine, and what I learned from Shannon was that You just need to mind dump everything that you need to be doing to make your business work. And then you just have to put it in order. And then you just choose the three main things that you should be focusing on to continue moving forward. And then once you get those done, then you can pick three more things. And that really has eliminated a lot of overwhelm and given a lot of clarity to what you're doing. Because sometimes people won't do something. I know I've done this. You won't do something because you truly do not have clarity about what you're supposed to be doing now or next. So the next one is you have to increase your desire. So the way that you can do this is you can dream build. You can start focusing on all the things that you will benefit. You know, what is the harvest, basically? What are the things that you really, really want that if you do the work, you will be able to have these things? And go out there and dream build, touch things, feel things, experience things to motivate you to want them more. You're creating desire. Also, just talk about it. Sometimes we will avoid the talking about the things that we really want in our future because we know that we're not doing the work. But it's actually talking about it that will motivate you and energize you to want to do it. The next one is alignment. And that means that are you in alignment with your purpose and are you in touch with why what you're doing matters? Because if you really care about what you're doing and it matters to you, you will make time for it. You will make it a priority. So getting back in touch with why does it matter? Then the next one is learn. 
what is it that maybe you need to learn and you've been avoiding doing it because sometimes we don't want to learn something new. I know that I don't want to upgrade my phone because I know that I'm going to have to learn a new phone. And so even when you need to do it, there's a resistance there to learning sometimes. So you have to figure out, is there something that I don't know how to do that I need to just take the time and learn? A program, a sequence, is there something that you need to learn? Maybe it's time to just stop and figure that out. It normally won't take as much effort and time as you think that it will. And you're just having this resistance, but just tackle it. Tackle it and get it over with. And you'll be glad that you did. And you'll wonder why you waited so long. So the next one is invest. Do you need to make an investment either of time or into a resource that you can purchase to help you to move forward? Sometimes we get stuck because we truly need help or we need to just take time that we feel like we don't have in order to make it happen. So just be honest with yourself. Get clear with yourself. The, the worksheet will help you to, to do that. And the last one is maybe you just need to get organized. If everything feels completely disorganized, it's going to be very hard for you to get to work. So maybe you need to create a system. You need to eliminate overwhelm by not only gaining clarity on what it is that you need to do, but overwhelm of your space. Maybe you just need to do a mini makeover. And I talk about this training of really keeping your desk very clear. And the only thing that should be on your desk is like a pen, a paper, or a computer. Anything that you would need to do your work. And everything else should be away because clutter definitely impacts us and keeps us from being productive. So that was that about that second phase of regaining your motivation. So now the last step is you need to focus. And so I have a few things for you to figure out what it is that you need to focus on. So first of all, I know I've talked about this before. Hopefully you remember it is about tiger time. So you have to schedule a tiger time into your calendar. What that is, is when you're in tiger time, you are doing the one thing, the domino that is going to move a whole bunch of other things along that you may have been avoiding. You may have been having resistance about it, but you need to at your tiger time that you've scheduled in your calendar You need to do those tasks during your tiger time. And the thing with tiger time, the reason why Amy Porterfield calls it tiger time is that you fiercely protect that time. Like literally, no matter what is going on, if you have scheduled that time in your calendar, unless somebody is truly bleeding or dying, you are not going to stop what you're doing to deal with anything else. You are going to force yourself to focus during your tiger time that you have scheduled. But the most important thing is first you have to schedule it. So take the time to schedule your tiger time. And then I want you to know that you will have to eliminate any known distractions. So this is what I call the battle of the heart. So inevitably, when it's time to do your tiger time, something is going to come up during that time. Either the kids are going to be hanging on your legs like mommy, mommy, or your husband's going to need something, somebody from your family, something's going to come up, a friend's going to text you and need to talk, something's going to happen. So you need to know how to deal with those things ahead of time, particularly the things that are continuously happening that you know are always distracting you. And you need to come up with a plan. So when that happens, what are you going to do? How are you going to deal with it? Turn off your notifications. 
because it can be so distracting. Even before I recorded this podcast, I kept checking my notifications. Somebody would text me and I was texting them back. And then after I got done texting them, I went back and just clicked on social media. And I'm like, what am I doing? So turn off your notifications, maybe even remove your phone from you during that time. And just make sure you have good boundaries with coworkers or your husband or friends, anybody who would want to disturb you during that time and make sure that you're establishing a boundary and letting them know that this is a sacred time to me. If you do that, you will make such headway in your business. And remember, you're already behind, so you definitely need a good tiger time. The other thing is that in order for you to focus, you need to plan ahead before you're actually going to do the work. So you don't want to use your tiger time planning for what you're going to do or gathering things that you need to do things. When you enter into your tiger time, you need to be ready to work. So that means that you need to have a separate time where you plan ahead. If it means that you need to make phone calls, you need to have all the numbers and the list of people that you're going to call ahead of time. Let's just say you're going to do your social media plan. You need to have a plan of what you're going to do ahead of time, maybe topics or something like that. So plan ahead before you're ready to execute. And then the last part of that, but there's a lot of pieces to it, is that you need to stay empowered. And that means you need to stay in an empowered state in order for you to keep going forward. Because it's when we're disempowered that we're in a weak state that we won't do the things that we know we need to do. So you need to empower yourself. So one of the simplest things that you can do to be in an empowered state is to make sure that you're getting enough sleep, that you're sleeping and you're rested. Nothing will make you in a disempowered state faster than being tired. The the other thing to be empowered is make sure you're eating. So often we will get hungry and that whole thing of being hangry is absolutely true. Our body needs to be fueled and of course, try to fuel it with healthy food. I know that's hard sometimes because sometimes I just want to live on grabbing a cookie really fast. I'll have coffee and cookies and then all of a sudden I'm about ready to pass out from a headache and grumpiness because I didn't fuel myself properly. And this is something that you may haven't considered, but in order to be in an empowered state, you need to laugh and play. In the podcast I did last week that was talking about enjoying your moments, I talked about the power of play and laughing. That is just food for our soul and we need it so much. So don't just work, work, work. Make time for true connection, laughing, and playing. So important. And take time off to renew. Don't work seven days a week, 12, 15 hours a day. Make sure that you are taking time off to renew. I really recommend taking a Sabbath day. Take one day off during the week where you refuse to do anything that's work. Maybe you can get some chores around the house done, but not work. And the last thing about staying empowered is that you have to watch your thoughts. Make sure you try to capture all those negative thoughts, keep them positive. And one great way to do this is to make sure that you're putting in positive input. So you may not realize this, but a lot of your thoughts are generated from what's going on around you. So are you putting in positive things like reviewing your goals daily so that you can stay focused and stay positive about what you're doing and where you're going? Or maybe you just need to have a couple of great positive 
podcasts, maybe like this one that you have in your routine regularly where you can have something that will motivate you and lift you up and inspire and empower you. Maybe it's masterminding with other motivated people. I can't even tell you how powerful that is. It is the most powerful thing to be around other people who are also chasing their dreams and goals, but they're not just wanting it. They're actually out there doing something. It's so motivating. The energy around that is just so good to be around. And lastly, but certainly not least, the thing that you can do to be empowered is to have a quiet time daily and to make sure that you are in prayer and you are connecting to God and you are allowing downloads from him by having quiet times and listening and just being in his presence. So that is really the best way that you can empower yourself because you're going to be so clear and so focused when you are receiving downloads from God. So just to recap, what we went through is the three steps were that you need to give yourself grace, you need to regain your momentum and your mojo, and you need to focus. So we specifically talked about giving yourself grace, stop shaming yourself, it's not doing you any good, and it's only going to make you further behind. Determine what season you're in and what actions you need to be taking right now that are really going to make a difference. Get your momentum back by grabbing my motivation worksheet here and the show notes. And I'm going to help you to gain clarity so that you know what season you're in and what are your next action steps. How to dream build and increase your desire so you can make a plan for that. How to get back in alignment so that you know why it matters and make sure that you're aligned with purpose. What is it that you need to learn so that you can move forward? What do you need to invest in time or in resources to move forward? And what needs to be organized? And in order to focus, you need to establish that tiger time and make it a priority. Eliminate all of those distractions that you know are always happening and create a plan to overcome those. And make sure you're planning ahead before you execute. Stay in an empowered state by sleeping, eating well, taking time off, laughing, playing, and keeping your thoughts positive, and make sure you're inputting in good things into your brain by listening to podcasts, being around like-minded people in like a masterminding, or just spending time with them, and listen to renewing music, and don't skip your quiet time, and connect with God in prayer. You'll be refocused, gaining momentum, and making your dreams come true again in no time. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your support of my podcast. If you've never given me a review, it would mean so much to me if you did. That lets other people know that I actually have something good here that they can benefit from. And we want people to grow and to shine bright and make a difference. So please share the word, share this episode if you loved it. If you have any comments, anything, I would love to hear from you. Always at inspiringyourshine at gmail.com. And until next time, have a great week.